Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Misach the Shabbos, Daf Ayin Aleph. Um, huh. what can I say about this page? Good luck. <laughs> oh man, it's it's a difficult one, you know. You know, some pages they have some rough patches. You know, this is just one big rough patch. <laughs> It's a difficult job, friends. It's a difficult job. All right. But uh, I have faith in you guys. I have faith in you guys. I hope you have faith in me, you know. Anyways, here we go. So, quick overview before we begin. Um, we're going to talk about uh, If you, these are, this is an important concept. There are a few like important concepts we're going to have to know to go into this. But, um, you know, somebody who ate two kezesim of chelev without realizing in the middle that they were chelev, so he only has to bring one korban chatas. We're going to come up, uh, we are going to discuss the concept of greira, which we will get into. Greira le greira, right? A greira's greira. Okay, sounds exciting, right? Doesn't sound confusing at all, right? Um, okay, chatos um, okay, okay, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Um, we will get into somebody who eats um, two olives worth of chelev, and then he uh, finds out that the first one was chelev, and then he finds out the second one was chelev. What does he do in terms of karbanos? Okay, we'll get to all these things. On the recap, we'll, 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 we'll kind of have some more details to go into. In the meantime, let's just get started. So, cool. So, before we begin, uh, let, so, so let's actually just discuss some of these concepts that I mentioned. So, achol shnei kezese chelev. Behelem echad enochai velaachas. What does that mean? So chelev. Chelev are these forbidden fats. These fats that you're not allowed to eat. And if you eat them on purpose, then you're chayev karis. Okay? Now, if you eat them by accident, so then you bring a korban chatos. So what happens if, you know, you had two olives worth of chelev, and you ate both of them, and you didn't realize in the interim while you were eating them that you weren't supposed to be eating them. At no point during the process did you realize that you, that, that, right, that these were chelev. So you bring one korban chatas for both of the, of the kazesim that you ate. Okay. That is that concept. Next, there's a concept of greira. Greira means that something gets schlepped along with something else. So the way I kind of view it, I don't know, just my mind, Let's say I'm inviting my friend to my party, okay? Now, my friend has a girlfriend or a wife. So, you know, even though I didn't necessarily invite um, his girlfriend or his wife directly, uh, but I invited my friend, and then Mimela, once I invite my friend, so then, you know, his partner is going to come along with him. So that's what Greira is, that, you know, that, right, this, the, the, this other concept that, right, that comes along with something that we've already, we've already established. So, with, with, um, that let's get started. So we're on Daf Ayin Amud Beis, about six lines from the bottom of the page. Amar Rava, Katsar v'tochan ki grogeres b'Shabbos. No, Katsar v'tochan ki grogeres. Okay, if a person on Shabbos he um, harvested or he ground, right? So let's say you take wheat, you harvest the wheat, you grind it up. Okay, ki grogeres, and it was a dried figs amount. And as Rashi points out. In the Dibra Masil Kigrogeris, in the last thin line of Rashi, she or who the whole Isure Melachos shall Shabbos Bochum. A dried fig is the measure for all um, Melachos on Shabbos that have to do with food, okay? 
So here we're saying that he harvested and then ground up um, for the size uh, of a grogaris, meaning um, enough, uh, enough that he would be chayv for it on Shabbos. Okay. Bishigigas Shabbos vizadon melachos, and he knew that um, harvesting and grinding is a melacha on Shabbos, but he didn't realize that today was Shabbos. So of course we know by now that in that case he would bring one korban chatas for the fact that he made the mistake that he, he thought it was not Shabbos, but it really was. Okay. Vichazar, and then he went vikatsar vitachan kigogeres, and he harvested and he ground up also like a grogeres, a dried fig's worth. Bizadun Shabbos vishigigas melachos. But this time around, he knew it was Shabbos, but he somehow didn't know that um, harvesting and grinding are not allowed on Shabbos. So for this case, of course, he would bring a korban chatas for each of the two melachos, one for kotzer and one for tochen. Okay, fine. V'nodalo al ktsira utrina shoshigiga Shabbos v'zadun melachos. And then what happened was he first got word regarding the harvesting and the grinding that he did when um, he knew that uh, harvesting and grinding are not allowed on Shabbos, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. Meaning, so at that point now he's chayev one korban chatas for both uh, grinding and harvesting. And then after that, he found out, I, uh, I guess, about the harvesting that he had done when it was, uh, when he knew it was Shabbos, but um, he didn't realize that these were two were Malachos, in which case he'd be chayev, uh, one korban for Ktsira and one korban for Trina. So basically, we have a situation where First, he would be chayev one korban for both kitsira and trina. And then he would be, we have a situation where he would be chayev a korban for kitsira and trina, uh, uniquely. So Rava says, kitsira goreris kitsira utrina goreris trina. So he says, Rava says, look, in this case, he's bringing one korban already that is going to cover the ktsira and the trina, and therefore he doesn't have to bring any more than that. How come? Because of this concept of achal right? If you eat two kizesim of chelev, okay, you without knowing in the interim, in between the time that you ate the first kizayis and the second kizayis, you didn't know the entire time that uh, any of this was chelev. So it was basically just one error for both um, kizesin. So you only bring one korban chatas, okay? Now, therefore, in this case, what happened? He did kitsira twice, right? He harvested twice. And in the meantime, he didn't know that harvesting is not allowed on Shabbos, okay? And he also ground twice. And he didn't know in the meantime that grinding is also on Shabbos. And therefore, and therefore, and therefore... The, since he first, you know, found out about his 
grinding and harvesting that he did when he knew that they were not allowed, but that he didn't know it was Shabbos, in which case he was hived to bring one korban for both the grinding and the harvesting. Well then, once he brought that one korban for the grinding and for the harvesting, that, so, so then the one korban that he brought for harvesting works for both sort of episodes of his harvesting, just like one korban works for both kazesim of chelev. Okay, and the one korban that he brought, which worked also for the grinding, well, it covers both episodes of his grinding because, uh, again, that is like the two kazesim of chelev that, you know, you, be, you did the same alacha twice without realizing in the meantime. So once you bring a korban for one of them, so it also works memela for the other one as well since there was no um, um, realization in the middle that he wasn't supposed to be doing these things. Aval, says the Gemara, but, but if he first had found out about the harvesting that he did when he knew it was Shabbos, but he didn't realize that harvesting and also that grinding was not allowed, in which case he'd be high of uh, individual korbanos, one for the grinding and one for the harvesting. Right? So, uh, so again, so So in this case, um, so since he's bringing a korban for Ketzira, so that of course is going to um, cover both instances of harvesting, right? Because he didn't realize in the middle that he wasn't supposed to be harvesting. So the chatas that he's bringing for the harvesting that he did when he knew it was Shabbos but didn't realize that he wasn't allowed to harvest also works for the harvesting that to cover the harvesting that he did when he knew that harvesting was not allowed but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. Utchina she'ima and it also covers the tochen that is with it because when he did the harvesting and the grinding, when he knew that those things were not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos, so he only needed to bring one korban to cover both of them. And therefore, when he's bringing the korban for the harvesting that he did, when he knew it was Shabbos, but he didn't realize that harvesting was a malacha, and that korban is now working to cover also the harvesting that he did when he knew that harvesting was not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. Well, that korban, right, meaning it's, we only need to bring one korban for both the ktsira and for the trina when he knew that they were not allowed on Shabbos, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. So once already that harvesting from when he knew that harvesting was not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. Once he has brought a korban that will cover that, so the Mimela, because of Greira, so it's also going to cover its partner, which is grinding from when he knew that they were not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. So basically, the korban that he's bringing for the harvesting, when he didn't know that harvesting and grinding was not allowed on Shabbos, but he knew it was Shabbos, so now he's bringing a korban for the um, harvesting. So that is also going to work to cover the harvesting from when he knew that harvesting and grinding was not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. And then once already it's covering that harvesting, it's also covering 
its sort of sister malacha of grinding when he knew that both grinding and harvesting were not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. I kind of hope that that's clear, right? And that's what Greira is, right? Kind of like when I invite my friend, so then automatically his spouse comes along. Here also, once the, what's, uh, once the uh, harvesting, from when he knew that harvesting was not allowed, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos, once that is covered, so then automatically the, the grinding from that Shabbos, uh, from that episode is covered as well. Um, However, what is outstanding is the grinding from when he knew that it was Shabbos, but he didn't realize that harvesting and grinding are not allowed on Shabbos, right? Because remember, in this case, he first found out that, right, about when he did not know that grinding and harvesting are not allowed on Shabbos, but he knew it was Shabbos. In that case, he needs to bring a unique korban for harvesting and a unique korban for grinding. He already brought the korban for harvesting, which then automatically covers the other harvesting that he did since he didn't realize in the interim that it wasn't allowed. And then once already it's covering the harvesting from when he didn't know it was Shabbos, but he knew that harvesting and grinding was not allowed. So then it also covers the grinding from when um, he didn't know it was Shabbos, but he knew that harvesting and grinding weren't allowed. And that's where it ends. We don't then make the final piece, which is to say that now once that grinding is, is covered, then Mimela, it also then extends to uh, take care of the other grinding since it was Behalem Echad. We don't go that far. Abaye Omar says, Abaye, Trina Nami Goeres Trina that that instance of tochen also um, covers the other instance of tochen because shem trina achasi because it's one name of trina and what that means is that abaye actually says that by bringing a korban for the harvesting for when you um, knew it was shabbos but you didn't know that you were not allowed to harvest and grind when you bring a korban for that harvesting so of course then it also covers the harvesting that you did when you did not know it was Shabbos, but you knew that harvesting and grinding was not allowed because you did them both in the same halim. And then, of course, Mimela, that is also going to cover the grinding that you did um, when you didn't know it was Shabbos, but you knew that harvesting and grinding were not allowed. And then Abai takes it one step further to say, and once that grinding is sort of covered, so then... You know, once you cover one, so then it also covers the other one since it was in the same helem, and therefore um, both grindings are covered uh, also by that korban that you brought for the harvesting when you knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't know that harvesting and grinding were not allowed. Okay, I hope that's clear. Maybe? I hope? So now the Gemara wants to know, but does Rava really hold of Greira? Right, remember, we just said that Rava does hold of Greira. Who could tell me? Well, how, how did we just say that Rava holds of Greira? Because we said that when he brings the Corbin for the harvesting that he did, when he knew it was Shabbos, but he didn't know that harvesting and grinding was not allowed. So when he brings that Corbin, so then it also covers the other harvesting that he did because he did it twice without realizing in between. Fine. 
And then we said not only does that korban cover both harvestings, but it also covers the grinding that he did when he didn't realize it was Shabbos, but he knew that grinding and harvesting weren't allowed, since in that case, he's really only required to bring one korban for both harvesting and grinding. So then we say, well, once the korban that he brought for the harvesting, when he knew it was Shabbos, but he didn't know that these melachos were aser, we're saying that once it covers the other harvesting, from when he didn't know it was Shabbos, but he knew that these things were aser, well then, well, that harvesting comes with a plus one, which is the grinding, because that only takes one korban to cover both grinding and harvesting when he knew that these things were also, but he didn't realize it was Shabbos. So then that's grera, right? So meaning once this harvesting gets covered by this korban that he's bringing for the other harvesting, essentially, it also brings along with it the um, grinding, right? It covers the grinding that he did also when... He knew that these things were also, but he didn't realize that it was Shabbos. But it does Rava really hold of Kreira? V'ha itmar, but we learn in a, in a statement. Of Amorayim. Ochol shnei zeisei chelev behelam echad. Okay. If he ate two olives worths of um, chelev, and he didn't realize at all during that entire time that um, this was chelev, so then we know, of course, that he would only have to bring one korban for both, right? However, However, after eating both of the kazaisim, he finds out that actually that first kazais that you ate, that was chalev. Okay? But he still doesn't know about the second one. And then he ate a third kazais of chalev, before finding out that the second one was also chalev. Right? Then I guess ultimately he finds out that like all three of them were chalev. Okay. So Amar Rava, so said Rava, Hevi Korban al Rishon. So, remember, when he ate the first Kazayas of Chelev and the second Kazayas of Chelev, he had not yet found out at all that any of this was Chelev. So therefore, he really only needs to bring one Korban for both of those. Now, once he finds out, now, now then he found out that the first Kazayas that he ate was Chelev, which means that by the time that he eats the third Kazayas after that, he already knew that the first one was chelev, which means that it was no longer in the same he'elem, in the same sort of blindness. So therefore, Rava wants to argue that, now now just actually to take it one step further, however, the korban that he will, if he brings a korban for the second kazayas of chelev that he ate, that would be able to cover the third kazayas of chelev that he ate, since at the time that he ate the third Kazayas of Chelev, he didn't yet know that the second Kazayas was Chelev. So therefore, you know, he ate the second and third uh, Kazayas in the same He'elem. Okay, so basically, you know, the, the, the second Kazayas can, right, works with either one because he ate the first and the second Kazayas without noticing in the interim. He then found out about the first Kazayas being Chelev and then he ate the third Kazayas 
right, before finding out that the second one was also chilev. So therefore, when he ate the first and the second one, he didn't yet know that there was any chilev. And when he ate the second and the third one, while he knew that the first one was chilev, he didn't yet know that the second or the third were chilev. So what Rav is saying is that if he brings a korban now for the first kezayis of chilev that he ate, so it'll work to cover the second kezayis of chilev that he ate because at the time that he ate it, he didn't yet know that the first one was chilev. However, it would not be able to cover the third kezayis of chilev because by the time he ate the third kezayis, he had, it was no longer all in the same helem. He already knew that the first kezayis was chilev. Okay? But now here's the thing. If we say greira, meaning that you can include the plus one, well, when he brings the korban for the first kezayis of chelev, so we said that it covers the second kezayis, right? Because at the time that he ate the first and the second, he didn't yet know that anything was chelev. However, we also know that if theoretically he would bring a korban for the second kezayis, it would cover also the third kezayis since... And at the time that he ate the second, he didn't, at the time that he ate the third one, he didn't yet know that the second was chelev, right? So the second and the third were in one helen. So if you would bring a carbon for the second kezayis, it would also work to cover the third. So if you would say greira, so then you would say that when he brings the carbon for the first kezayis uh, of uh, chelev, it'll work to cover the second kezayis of chelev that he ate since they were in the same helen. And since we know that at the time that he ate the second one, he didn't yet know, right, the time that he ate the second and the third, that, that was in the same helem because he didn't yet know about the second one being chelev. So therefore, I would say that once already the second kezayis is being covered by the korban chatas that he's bringing for the first kezayis, well then Mimela should also bring along with it the third kezayis since the second and the third one were eaten in the same helem, even though the third one was a separate Right, he already knew about the first one by the time that he ate the third one. So even though, you know, Meikar didn't, the first one wouldn't cover the third one. But once already he's covering the second one, and the second one would work for the third one. So then by association with the second one, the Corbin that he brings for the first one should cover the third one as well. Right? Right. So let's read it inside. Does Rava really hold of Greira? But it was stated... If he ate two kizesim, two olives worth of chelev in one sitting, in one mistake, without, right, without knowing in between that he ate, that, right, that any of it was chelev. And then he finds out that the first kizayis that he ate was chelev. Okay. And then he ate a third kizayis of chelev while already knowing that the first one was chilev, but not, but, 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 but before knowing that the second one was chilev. So Amar Rava, Hevi Korban al-Rishin, if he brings a Korban, Chatas, for the first Kezayis of chilev that he ate, Rishin Vesheni Miskaprin, so that Korban is going to cover the first the first Kezayis that he ate, and the second Kezayis that he ate, since those were both eaten um, before he knew that anything was chilev. Shlishi Eno Miskaper, but it won't cover the third one, even though I should be able to argue that by association with the second one, the third one should also be covered when he brings the korban for the first one. Hey, the korban al-ashlishi, if he brings a korban for the third kezayis that he ate, shlishi v'sheni miskaprin, so that'll work 
for the third Kazayas and the second Kazayas, since those were both eaten in the same Ha'elam before he knew that the second one was Chelev. Uh, but it doesn't cover the first one because that was a different Ha'elam, right? Because by the time that he ate the second and the third, he already knew that the first was Chelev. But if he brings a korban uh, for the second uh, kezayis of chelev that he ate, well then it'll cover all three of them since um, the the second uh, kezayis was eaten with the helem of the first, as well as in the helem with the in the same helem as the third. So therefore, bringing the korban for the second kezayis will work for all three. However, we see that. Um, Rava is not willing to say that if he brings a korban for the first one, it will also cover the third using greira. Or that if he brings a korban for the third one, it will also cover the first using greira. Rava doesn't say that, so it would seem that Rava does not hold of greira. Abai, whereas Abai says, hey, korban al echad man, that if he would bring a korban for any one of them, niskapu chulan, then, then all, all three, you know, then you get a kapara for all three of these kazesim of chelev, meaning he does hold of greira, right? And he'll say, even if you bring a korban for the first kazais of chelev that you ate, which of course will cover the second one, it will even work for the third one, since the third one comes along where it was eaten in the same helem as the second one. So the Gemara answers, that's a good question. It would certainly appear from here that Rava does not hold of greira, However, Basar Deshama Me'abaye Savra. After Rava heard this brilliant concept of Greira from Abaye, Rava said, oh, that makes sense. And once he says that Greira makes sense, that is why back in our case, when he brings the Korban for harvesting, which then works to cover also the first instance of harvesting, he then says that it also works to cover the first instance of grinding that was done when he knew that it was not allowed, but he didn't realize that it was Shabbos via association with harvesting. Right? The grinding is covered by association with harvesting. So the Gemara says, Well, the Gemara says, if that's the case, well then, why doesn't he hold 100% like Abaye and take it one step further, which was that Abaye said that, well, once the um, Corbin that he's bringing for the second harvesting covers the first harvesting. And then the first grinding is covered via association with the first harvesting. So Abaye takes it one step further and says, and therefore even the second grinding is also covered since, right, it was in the same halim, since you, 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 you did grinding twice without realizing in the middle, therefore once one of them is covered, then the other one is covered as well. But Rava doesn't say that. He says that while the Corbin for the second harvest covers the first harvest as well as the first grinding, it will not cover the second grinding. So the Gemara answers, Greira isle, Greira de Greira leisle. That while Rava holds of uh, Greira, which is why he says that the first grinding uh, is covered, he doesn't hold of Greira de Greira. And what that means is that he doesn't hold that once we say Greira to say that the first grinding is covered in essentially the Corbin that he brings for the second harvesting, 
which then covers the first harvesting, which then Ayide Grera covers the first grinding. He's not going to be saying that once that first grinding is covered, we can then say, by using the concept of right, that if you eat two zesim of chelev, you only have to bring one korban for it. So he's not going to then say, well, therefore, once one of the grindings, i.e. the first grinding is covered, we're not going to say, well, it's Mamela going to cover the, uh, the, the second grinding since, um, you know, basically when we say grera, it, it stops there. We don't take it to the next step to then be able to say, well, let, let, let's also, you know, cover, uh, the second grinding. Kilu, if I invite my friend, so then, you know, implicit is that he can bring his spouse, but it doesn't necessarily mean that his spouse can bring a friend. Okay. Wa wa wiwa. I have Rahmanis on you guys, but you should also have Rahmanis on me. It's not easy stuff. It's not easy stuff. Okay, moving on. Milza de Pshita Lehula Abay Virava Mibaya Le Mibaya So something that was obvious to Abaye and Rava was not so obvious to Rabzera. What was obvious to Abaye and Rava? What was obvious to Abaye and Rava was that if you would bring, let's say, a Corbin, right, when when you harvested and ground on Shabbos and you knew that they were not allowed, but you didn't realize it was Shabbos, and then you bring a Corbin uh, you know, for, for that Shabbos, and it covers both the grinding and the harvesting. So, Abai and Rava assumed that Memela will also, you know, the, right, right, the, 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 this Corbin that's, let's say, covering the harvesting automatically is also going to cover the harvesting that you did when you harvested and ground on Shabbos and you, um, didn't realize that they were not allowed, but you knew it was Shabbos, right? Right? Because he treats them they, they, because Abai and Rava treat this like two kezesim of chelev that you ate beheelam echad. So you just bring a korban for one of them and it covers the, you know, it covers, but you bring one korban, it covers both. So Abai and Rava assume that the same thing applies here. You bring a, you know, as long as, once you bring a korban for one of the harvesting, it covers the other, other harvesting. Even though one of them was done when you didn't know it was Shabbos, but you knew that they were Asr. Whereas the other one was when you, knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't know that these things were Asr. That doesn't matter. What's important is that the Corbin that comes for one harvest covers the other harvest. The Corbin that comes for one grinding covers the other grinding, since there was no knowledge in the interim that these things were not allowed. So, Reb Zera actually doesn't agree with that. Dubai Reb Zera Rabbi Asi, Reb Zera asked from Reb Asi, Va'amrila, Ba'aminei Reb Yirmim Reb Zera, some say it's Reb Yirmim from Reb Zera, fine. Katsar v'tachan, chatsi grogeres. If a person either harvested or he ground, chatsi grogeres, half of a grogeres, okay, so half of a shi'ur, okay. B'shigagah Shabbos v'zadu melachos. When he didn't realize it was Shabbos, but he knew that he shouldn't be grinding or he shouldn't be harvesting. V'chazar v'katsar v'tachan, chatsi grogeres. And then again, he harvested or he ground another half of a grogeris, right? And we're assuming that, you know, the same thing that he did the first time. So if he ground half, if he ground half a grogeris, right? And he didn't realize it was Shabbos, but he knew grinding is not allowed. Um, and then he grinds again another half of a grogeris. 
But this time he knows it's Shabbos, but he didn't realize that grinding is not allowed. Right? He knows it's Shabbos, but he doesn't know that grinding isn't allowed. Can they join together to make a shear, to make a, a you know a, a shear of a grogeris? And I guess it'll be chayev. So Amrle, so um, Rabbi Asi said to Abzera, Chaluk in the chataos starfin. Since these have separate korban chataos, you cannot join them together. Meaning, since uh, if you were to grind, let's say a full shear, when you didn't realize it was Shabbos, but you knew it was Asr, and then you ground another full shear of a grogeris when you knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't realize that grinding was Asr, you would have to bring two separate. Korban Chatasis. We would not treat this like Abai and Rabba want to treat this, which is the same way as that it's like when you eat two Kazesim uh, of Chelev without realizing in the middle that it's Chelev. So you just bring one Korban for both of them. Rabbi, um, who is this? Rav Asi says, no, that's not true. Since one of these grindings was done when you didn't realize it was Shabbos, but you knew it was Asr. And the other one of these grindings was done when you knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't know it was Asr. You can't combine them. You can't treat them as one. You would have to bring two separate chataos. Not like Abaya and Rava. And then he wants to say that since you would have to bring two separate chataos, you cannot join them together to make a full shear. So if you ground half of a dried fig uh, when you didn't realize it was Shabbos, but you knew it was also to grind. Then you grew, then you ground another half of a fig when you knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't know that it was also to grind. We cannot join them together to make a full measure of a dried fig since, um, these are things that you would be chive separate korban chatases for. Okay. Now the Gemara asks the Kasha, Michol Heichad Chalukin Chatos, Lomit Starfe? But one second. Just because two things require separate korban chatases, does that really mean that they cannot join together to create a shi'ur, a measure? Ve'atnan, we learn in a Mishnah. If a person eats chelev twice without realizing in the middle that it's chelev, so he only has to bring one korban chatas, okay? Like we've been talking about. He's two kizesim of chelev without realizing that it's chelev, so he brings one korban chatas. Achal chelev, vidam, vinosar, ufigil, behelem echad, chayva kolachas vachas, okay? If he eats fat, a kazayas of fat, and then he eats a kazayas, or probably a revius of dam, of blood, vinosar, we know what nosar is, right? Uh, uh, animals, right? Well, well, the meat of korbanos that you were supposed to eat and you didn't eat it before the time ran out, so it's left over. So you're not allowed to eat that. Piggle, piggle is when, I think it's come up before, but this is more, uh, 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 I don't know how to, whatever. It's not really esoteric. I mean, it's just a halacha, but anyways, piggle is when you, it's what's called chutzes mano v'chutzlem komo. So if you shecht an animal or do any, I think, of the four uh, avodos um, with intention to eat it outside of its proper time, that's what's called piggle uh, in your chayv kares. So, so um, if you eat any of these things, so then you're going to, by accident, so then you're going to be chayv a korban chatas separately. Okay. Fine.
So and this is uh, an instance where you know when you mess up with multiple uh, unique items, well, it's more strict in that you know in this case you ate blood and fat and um, no sir and pigle, and now you have to bring four korbanos. Whereas um, you know when you eat the same thing twice, such as if you eat two kseis of chilev, you would only have to bring one korban. And the following is a when when it's more strict when you just have one um, item as opposed to when you mess up with multiple items and that is that if you eat half of a zayis and then you eat another half of a zayis from one item such as chaylev chayav so then you're going to be chayav to bring a korban chatas because you ate an entire shear. Um, you know, when you combine them, right? If you had half a zayis and another half a zayis, well, you just ate a whole zayis and uh, you'll have to bring a korban chatas. Whereas, mishnei min and potter. Whereas, if you would eat, let's say, half of a zayis of chelev and uh, let's say half of a zayis of pigle, so, you, no, they wouldn't join together and, and you wouldn't be chayv to bring a korban chatas. And we ask a question. What question do we ask? Do we really need to say, does the Mishnah really need to say that if I eat two half an olive's worth of chelev, that they're going to join together, that it's going to be a total of a olive's worth of chelev, and that I'm going to have to bring a korban chatas? Isn't that obvious? Like what, if I take two spoonfuls of chelev, I mean, so what, I ate a kazayas of chelev, of course I should have to um, bring a korban chatas. So, the so Totane, where are we talking? What are we talking about? Why, why did the Mishnah need to say that, you know, if he eats two half azayases of chelev, he's going to have to bring korban chatas? It's talking about kigon she'achlu tamchuyin, where he ate it out of two plates. There was, and I think Rashi even says that it's kilu, two different dishes, right? Come on, Rashi, where are you? Um, no, Rashi, where are you? Okay, that there were two different types of cooked foods, Echad Saliv, Echad Shaluk. One of them was roasted and one of them was boiled, right? So, therefore, um, so Rish Lakish says, name by Totane, that we're talking about, sure, he ate two olives, uh, two half Shiurim of Chelev, however, they were in two different dishes. Rabbi Yoshuahi, and it's Rabbi Yoshua's opinion, that he says that two different dishes requires two different korbanos. Right? That, you know, if one dish would have a olive's worth of Chelev in it, and then the other dish would have an olive's worth of Chelev in it, so we wouldn't treat that as, we wouldn't say, well, it was one he'elam, it was one mistake, and therefore you would be able to bring one korban for both of them. Rabbi Yeshua says that if they're in two different plates, in two different dishes, well, then you would have to bring two different korban chatases. And we're saying, Ma'u detema, I may have thought to say that Am Rabbi Yeshua bein l'kula bein l'chumra, that Rabbi Yeshua says what he says, that, that, that the, that the chelev in the two different dishes are not mitzaref, He'll say it, Bain Likula, Bain Lichumra. Right? 
right? That that what Rabbi Yeshua says, meaning Rabbi Yeshua says that when you have chalev in two different dishes, they cannot join together. So I would think that zo, that's Rabbi Yeshua's opinion, that whenever you have chalev in two different dishes, they never join together, ever. And therefore, sometimes it's going to work out in your favor, sometimes it's going to work out against you. So when you have a kezayis of chalev in each of the two dishes, well, it works against you. Now you have to bring two korban chathases because they don't join together. And we treat them separately. However, sometimes it would work in your favor, which is that when you have half of a zayis in each of the um, uh, dishes, well, we'll say the same thing, that they don't, don't join together, and you ate less than a shear from each of them, and you don't have to bring a korban at all. Kamash Malan, what the Mishnah is coming to teach us is that Dilikula lo amar lechumer kamar. That when Rabbi Yoshua says that the two uh, olives were that right, right, that the two cooked dishes, that the chelev in the two cooked dishes do not join together, that's only lechumra. That's only to say that if there was an olive's worth in each of the two dishes, you would have to bring two korban chatases. But guess what? If there was half in olives worth in each of the two dishes, well, they would join together and you would have to bring a korban chatas. And that is what the Mishnah is saying when it says that the two half zayases would um, join together to make you chayev a korban for eating chaylev. Uh, that is talking about when there is half a zayas in two different dishes and even Rabbi Yoshua who says that um, we treat the dishes separately in this case, they would be mitzdarif. Now, here's the question. Now, over here, we're saying that if there were to be a kezayis of chelev in each of the two different dishes, so you would have to bring two separate korban chatases, so we see that there's chiluke chataos, right, that you're bringing two separate korban chatases, and yet, when there is half a zayis in each of the plates, we say that they could join together to create a shear. So we have chaluke chataos, and yet they are mitzdarif. So how come Rabbi, how come Rabbi Asi said to Rabbi Zera that since the um, uh, uh, korban that you would have to bring for Zadun Shabbos and Shigigas Melachos is separate, you'd have to bring a separate korban also for Shigigas Shabbos and Zadun Melachos. I think I said those correctly. So... Therefore, they cannot be mitzarif to create a shear when you did half a grogeris for each. But one second, we have an example over here where you would bring two, cor- two separate korbanos if there was a kezayis of chelev in each of the two dishes. And yet, when there's half a, a kezayis in each of the two dishes, we, the Mishnah seems to be saying that we can join them together. So Amar Lay, so he said to him, I don't know who he is because this just seems to be the Stam Gemara. So I don't know who he is. But he said, Mar Aresha Masnila Vikashale. He says, Look, you are assuming that Resh Lakish is talking about the Resha. The right that Resh Lakish is talking about when it says that if you eat a half of a zayas of one min and then you eat another half of a zayas of that same min, then they are mitzarif, right? Then you have that kasha. Because you say it's talking about two different tamchuis and they're mitzarif, even though there would be two separate korbanos if uh, there was a, 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 a kazayas in each. But Anan Asefa Masninan La Velo Kashalan. But we learn Red Shlakish's opinion about the two different dishes to be referring to the next part of the Mishnah, which is that if there are two separate 
right? If there are two separate minim, create half of a zayas from this man and half of a zayas from a di- of a different man, they wouldn't be mitztarif, and you would be potter. That is what Reish Lakish is going on, right? You'd be potter, and that's what Reish Lakish is going on. So, and then we don't have any kashas. So Mishneh Minin Potter Tzricha So meaning we're asking, so if you have a half of a zayas of one min, let's say Chelev, and another half of a zayas of Pigol, and we say that they're not Mitztarif, and you wouldn't have to bring a Korban Chatas, do you really have to say that? Obviously they're not Mitztarif. They're different, they're apples and oranges, literally. Right? It's, 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 it's Chelev and, and Pigol. So V'amr Reish Lakish, Mishum Bar Totane, and Reish Lakish says, Nehmi Bar Totane, L'Ola Mimin Echad, Really, when it says two different minim, it's not talking about chelev and pigol. It's talking about the same min. It's talking about two half zayases of chelev. Alright. Well then why are we calling them two different minim if they're both chelev? Because each half of a zayas was in its own cooked dish. And it's Rabbi Yoshua. And it's Rabbi Yoshua who says that when you have a kezayis of chelev in each of two different dishes, so we say that you bring two separate korbanos. And we're saying the same thing over here. That when you have a, a half a zayis in one dish and another half a zayis in the other dish, we're saying potter. And what it's teaching that when Rabbi Yoshua says that... Um, that these different dishes are, are treated separately, and therefore when there's a kezayis in one dish and a kezayis of chelevin in the other dish, you bring two separate korban chatases, well that also carries over also when it becomes a kula, which is to say that, well, you have half a zayis in this dish and another half a zayis in the other dish, therefore they're not mitzvah because they're two separate dishes. He says, bein the kula, bein the chumrah. And that's what it means that when they're two separate minim, they are, you are potter. Because, meaning when you have half a, 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 a zayis of chelev in this dish, half a zayis of chelev in the other dish, they don't come together and you would be potter. But one second. Well, from the fact that we're saying that when it says from two different minim, you're potter, it means that really it's the same min. It's really chelev, but it's, they're both chelev, but they're just in two different dishes. Well, the michal duresha, that implies that the first part, which says that if you eat half a zayis of, 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 of chelev, and then another half a zayis of chelev, you're chayev. Well, duresha min echad is talking about the same min, i.e. they're both chelev, let's say. Vitam and they must also be the same exact dish. And we're saying that you're chayv. Well, min echad v'tam chayechad tzrich lememar. Do I need the Mishnah to teach me that when I eat half a zayis of chaylev and another half a zayis of chaylev and they're in the same plate that you're going to be chayv? Obviously you're going to be chayv. You just ate a zayis of chaylev. So the Gemara answers, Amr avuna hachab mayaskinan kigon shayisilo yediyah beintayim v'rabban gamliel hi d'amr en yediyah lechatzishir. So avuna says that this is talking about when he ate that first Half a zayis of chelev. And then he realized like, uh-oh, I just ate a half of a zayis of chelev. And then he eats another half a zayis of chelev. So, right, so there was a idea at the time, Rabbi Gamliel, Yidamar, any idea lechazishir. Now, so on the one hand, I might think, well, look, if these were two kezesim, so I'd be chayv two separate korban chatases, right? Because you wouldn't be able to join them together and only be able to take one korban chat, make, uh, bring one korban chatas once there was a yediyah in the middle. So I might think to say the same thing also by half a zayis, right? That if I ate half a zayis from the plate, and then I realized like, uh-oh, that was a, that was chelev, 
And then I eat the other half of a zayis without realizing that it's chalev, I guess. So I would think that that breaks the two up. And I wouldn't be, and I wouldn't be chayv to bring a carbon because I ate two separate, two half zayises of chalev with a yediyah in the middle. So kamash malan, that, that ain yediyah lechati shir, that when we're dealing with half amounts, like half a zayis, yediyah is irrelevant. So therefore, we still nonetheless join together the two half shears and say that he's chayv a korban chatas. Okay. How's everybody doing? Everybody enjoying? Good. Let's go weiter, friends. Let's go weiter. Itmar. It was stated by Amoraim. Okay. So if he ate two olives worth of chalev without realizing in between that any of it was chalev. And then he finds out that the first chalev, the, right, that the first kezayis that he ate was chalev, and then he finds out that the second kezayis that he ate was chalev. Okay? So Rabbi Yochanan Omar chayev shtayim. So Rabbi Yochanan says that you have to bring two korban chatases. Meaning, he ate both kezayisim behel amechad. He ate both kezayisim without realizing in the, interim, in the interim that any of it was chalev. But then he found out one at a time. He found out, oh, by the way, the first Kazayas was Chalev. And then he finds out, oh, by the way, the second Kazayas was Chalev. So according to Yochanan, he has to bring two separate Korban Chatases. Vreish Lakish Amar, Achas. Whereas Vreish Lakish says, he only has to bring one Korban Chatas, since um, he ate both Kazayasim of Chalev without realizing that there, that there was any Chalev over there. Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan says that he is chayev to bring two korban chatases. How come? So he says, al chataso vehevi, because we have a pasuk that says al chataso vehevi that on his korban that on his chatat he brings a korban, i.e., one korban per chatat, and therefore, um, if he ate one. If he ate two kazesim of chalev, uh, and he found out about each one separately, so he brings one chatas for each one of those eatings, each one of those kazesim. Rishlakish Amar Pater, whereas Rishlakish says that he only brings one korban for both of them, because mei chataso v'nislachlo. It says from his chatas, and he is a, and he is forgiven, um, meaning that. Even though he ate two kezesim of chalev and he found out about them separately, nonetheless, you only bring one chatas, i.e. that aligns with like one of those kezesim, and v'nisachlo, and yet it'll cover all of, 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 you know, everything that he did, both eatings of chalev, since they're both in the same hell and without knowing in the middle. Reish but Reish Lakish, what do you do with Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk? What do you do with Al-Chataso Vehevi, which implies that you'd bring one Chatas for each eating of Chalev, for each Kezayis of Chalev? So he says, Ahu Lachar Kapara. Yeah, that is only if he had already brought his Korban for the first Kezayis that he ate. Meaning, he ate two Kezayisim of Chalev. And he didn't realize when he ate both of those Kezayisim that there was any Chalev over there. Then somebody told him, by the way, that first Kezayis that you ate was Chalev. So now, so Rish Lakish says, if he then went ahead and immediately brought a korban for eating chalev by accident, and then he finds out that the second kezayis was also chalev, 
Well, he already brought the first korban. It doesn't automatically work to cover the second kezayis. So now he has to bring a second one. But, um, Stam, just because somebody told him like, hey, the first kezayis was chelev, and then somebody told him that the second kezayis was chelev, but he didn't actually bring a korban yet. So just bring one korban for both of them. What do you do with Rish Lakish's Pasuk? That, um, you know, that, 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 you know, you can only bring a, that, that you can even just bring a Korban for part of it and it'll work for the whole thing. Which right, Rish Lakish learns it to mean, just bring a Korban for one of the Kazesim of Chilev that you ate by accident and it'll work for both of them. What is Rabbi Yochanan who says that you have to bring two korbanos? What does he do with that pasuk? So Achav Ma'eskinan Kigon Sha'achol Kazayis Vamechza. Oh gosh, don't worry, this is hard. <laughs> so it's talking about Kigon Sha'achol Kazayis Vamechza. He ate one and a half Kazaisim of Chelat Vinodalo Al Kazayis. And then somebody told him that he ate a kezayis worth of chelev. Okay? Meaning, he ate a kezayis and a half, but he didn't know that it was chelev. Somebody told him that one kezayis worth of the kezayis and a half that he ate was chelev. But he doesn't know about the second, uh, about the remaining half azayis. And now before finding out that the remaining half of a Zayas from the first Zayas and a half that he ate, before finding out that the remaining half a Zayas was also Chelev, he then ate another half of Chelev. So, Ma'u Ditema Litztarfu, so I might think that maybe the remaining, that I guess when he finds out that, you know, the other two halves of Chelev that he ate were Chelev, I might think that these two half kizesim uh, of chelev could be mitzaref, could join together to, to treat it as if you ate an additional kizayis of chelev, and you should have to bring another korban. Kamash Malan comes to teach this pasuk, Reish Lakish's pasuk, according to Rabbi Yochanan, of mechatas of nislach, that even part of the sin, i.e. even this half azayis, can be included with the korban chatas that he brought for the kezayis of uh, of chelev that he ate, and we would not join it together with the other half of an olive. Okay, meaning the final half of an olive. That's what Rabbi Yochanan does with it. Okay. Fine. So Rabbi Yochanan's opinion is that you would bring two korbanos. And Rish Lakish's opinion is that you would bring one. Fine. Amalei Ravina the Ravashi. Ravina said to Ravashi, De'isyada lei kodem afrasha plige. So when Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish argue, and Rabbi Yochanan says you bring two korbanos for the two kezesim of chelev that you ate behelam achad, but you found out about each kezayis that it was chelev separately, so this machloka, so whereas, where, when Rabbi Yochanan says you bring two korbanos, Rish Lakish says you bring one korban. So it, is it talking about where they um, found out, 
right, that he found out about the second Kazayas, that it was Khalif before he separated a Corbin for the first Kazayas that he found out about, right? Meaning, his friend came and told him that the first Kazayas that you ate was Khalif. And then before he even had a chance to set aside a Corbin, another friend, or maybe the same friend came and said, oh, also the second Kazayas ate was also Khalif. And that is where still Rabbi Yochanan says that you need to um, bring two separate korbanos. And Rishlakish says you only need to bring one korban. Right? And over here they're arguing. That, that um, Rabbi Yochanan says, look, just the mere fact that you know that the first Kezayis was Chelev is enough to divide up the two kizesim and have to bring two separate korban chatases. Whereas Reish Lakish says, no, until you actually set aside a korban, then, you know, we, we could still consider it the same he'elam. And, 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 and Reish Lakish is saying that since um, you found out that both kizesim were chelev before you had set aside any animals, so so we could still consider it the same halem, and you would only bring one korban. But if they found out, right, right, right. But if he found out about the second kezayis that it was chelev after he had already set aside a korban for the first kezayis of chelev that he ate, he didn't yet offer it yet, but he had set it aside. Modi le Reishlakish le Rabbi Yochanan the Chayiv Shtaim. At that point, though, Reishlakish would uh, uh, admit to Rabbi Yochanan that he would have to bring two korbanos, Odilma, or perhaps the Isidalei laachar afrasha plige. No, or maybe the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Reishlakish is actually after the korban has been set aside, meaning. Um, his friend told him that he ate a, uh, one of the kezayim was chelev. He then set aside a korban, and then his friend told him that the other um, kezayim is also chelev. And maybe that is where the machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish is. Uvahapligi demar savra afrashos mechalkos that Rabbi Yochanan says, look, once already you set aside that first korban for the first kezayim. Well then, you know, we have to treat these two kizayim separately and you have to bring two korbanos. Umar kaparos mechalkos. Whereas Reish Lakish holds, no, as long as you haven't yet offered this korban, it doesn't matter that you set it aside, we could still treat them as the, you know, as the same he'elam and that you'd only, you, you could just bring one korban for both of them. Avakodim afrasha but if you would find out about both kezesim before he even set aside an animal, well, Modile Rabbi Yochanan the Reish Lakish, even Rabbi Yochanan would agree with Reish Lakish, that you only have to bring one korban, since you didn't even set aside a korban yet, you could still just bring one korban for both. Or maybe the machlokas is by the entire thing. It doesn't matter if you had set aside a korban yet, or if you didn't yet set aside a korban, Rabbi Yochanan's opinion will still be that you have to bring 
to Corbanos and Rish Lakish's opinion is still going to be in either case that you only have to bring one Corban. So Amrle, so Rav Ashi responded to Ravina, Mistavra ben bazo ben bazo machlokas. So Ravashi responded to Ravina, look, just looking at our prior discussion about how Rabbi Yochanan answered for Rish Lakish's pasuk of mechatosu v'nislachlo, and how Rish Lakish answered for Rabbi Yochanan's pasuk of al chatosu ve'evi, from looking at the, you know their defenses for those psukim, it would make sense that their machlokas um, is 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 both before and after the korban has been set aside. Because if it would enter your mind to say that their machlokas is before the animal has been set aside, but if the animal was already set aside, then reishlakish would admit that you'd have to bring two korbanos. Well, I'm sorry. But after the Korban is set aside, after the animal has been set aside for the first Kazai Sefchev that you ate, Reish Lakish would admit to Rabbi Yochanan that you'd be Chayev to bring two Korbanos. No, remember, if you look back earlier on the page, so we said, hey, Reish Lakish, what do you do with Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk of which sounds like you have to bring two separate korbanos. Guess what Rish Lakish answered? Who could remember what Rish Lakish answered? I'll tell you what he answered. He answered that that is talking about after the animal has already been offered. That if he had said that if he had already offered the korban for the first kezayis of chelav that he ate, well at that point, Rish Lakish would admit that you have to bring two korbanos. However, Ravashi wants to argue that if um, um, Reish Lakish would admit to Rabbi Yochanan that you would bring two korbanos just even after the animal has been set aside to be brought as a korban for the first kezayis of chelav that he ate, well then why is he answering for the pasuk of mechat uh, of of Al-Khatasu uh, Vehevi, why is he saying that he brings two korbanos once the animal has already been offered? Let him say that he brings two korbanos already once the animal has been set aside. So it must be that Reish Lakish says what, you know, his opinion of two korbanos even, even once the animal for the first uh, Kazayas I don't know if I just said two korbanos, but Reish Lakish would say his opinion that he only has to bring one korban even when the fur, when an animal for the first kezayis has already been set aside, okay. Ve'i achar afrasha plige, and if we say that this machlokas is only after the first animal has been set aside, avakodem afrasha modele Rabbi Yochanan the Reish but before the first animal has been set aside. Rabbi Yochanan would admit to Reish Lakish that he would only be chayev one korban. Well, 
Well, when Rabbi Yochanan established Reish Lakish's Pasuk of that you can even sort of bring just uh, you know a, 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 a korban for part of the of 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 the chatas, i.e., for just one of the kazesim, and it works. Well, instead of so, so if we're saying that the machlokas is only after the animal has been set aside, but before the animal was set aside, even Rabbi Yochanan would agree. That you only have to bring one korban like Reish Lakish. Well then, simple. How does Rabbi Yochanan explain Reish Lakish's pasuk of Mecha Tasov Nislachlo? That's talking about before the animal for the first kezayis has been set aside. In that case, you only have to bring one korban chatas. And you're just bringing a korban for one of the kilu, for, 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 for one of the kezayisim and it covers both of them. Why is Rabbi Yochanan kind of explaining it in this whole convoluted way with this kezayis v'mechza and then another half a kezayis? So Admuki Just let him say that it's talking about that that pasuk of, of mechatos of v'nislachlo is talking about before hafrasha. Rather, it must be that Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish argue even before hafrasha as well. So therefore, Rav Ashi wants to say that based on Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish's responses to how they answer for each other's psukim, it must be that the machlokas is both before Afrasha as well as after Afrasha. But Ravina says to Ravashi, but vidilma sapuke misapkale lihu. But you know what? Ravina says no, but I'm asking more. I'm suggesting actually that maybe even the Gemara didn't know what to do over here. Maybe even the Gemara didn't know if Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish's machlokas, you know, is, is extends also before Afrasha and also after Afrasha, and that's why it needed to sort of give these extreme um, answers for how they would respond to each other's psukim. The imtim say lomar ka'amar, and when the and when the the the, the Gemara is giving the, the explanations, Rabbi Yochanan's explanation for Reish Lakish's pasuk and Reish Lakish's explanation for Rabbi Yochanan's pasuk. That if you want to say that Machlokas is before Afrasha, well then Rabbi Yochanan hechi mukle likra. Well then, what does Rabbi Yochanan do with Reish Lakish's pasuk, which seems to be saying that you can even bring one korban? Well, a korban for one kezayis. So bichzayis va So therefore, he has to say that it's talking about by this his situation of Kazai's Vamerza. Vimtim Tselomila Akhra Frasha Pligay, and if you want to say that the Machlokas between Rabbi Yochan and Rishlakish is after Hafrasha, well in that case, well then Reishlakish Echi Muke La Le Likra. Well then what is Reishlakish who says that you only have to bring one Korban? What does he do with Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk which implies that you have to bring two Korbanos? So Bilakha Kapara, so that's why he has to say, well, you can always say that it's after the animal has been already offered. Holy shnikes. Well, I'm sure everybody understood that. So, mamish, call a kavod to everybody. Mamish, call a kavod to everybody. Go out and get yourself an ice cream. Get something nice. You deserve it. Let's do a, a recap. So, um, okay, so, so we talked about a bunch of concepts. So we talked about, achal shnei zeisei chelev behelem echad right? We talked about the concept of, if you eat two olives worth of chelev without realizing in, in the middle that uh, it was chelev. 
So you could just bring one Korban Chatas for both of them. Okay? Fine. Obviously, we just got into a whole complicated thing with what, with, you know, what if you find out about the first one and then the second one? Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll get there. We talked about Gerera, right? Which is when Ke'ilu... Let's just bring the uh, example with the Chelev. So like if you eat one Chelev and then Kazais of Chelev, you eat another Kazais of Chelev and in one Helem, but then you find out about the first one, but then you eat a third one before finding out about, uh, about the second one, right? So we say that the, cor- that the Korban that you bring for the first Chelev covers the second one. And since the second one also covers the third one, it kind of gets dragged along with it, even though, you know, the, the Korban that you bring for the first Korban wouldn't, di- the, for the first Kazais wouldn't directly work for the third one but since it, it's connected to the second one and the first one works for the second one kind of comes along as well right so Abaye um, and Rava both hold of Grera but where they disagree is Grera Ligrera so in our case when we say that the Corbin that you bring for the second harvesting also works for the first harvest right and then we said using Grera to say that it also works for the first grinding can you then take it one step further and say that it also works to cover the second grinding through the principle of eating two um, kazesim of chelev in one sitting. Here also, you um, you know did both of these tochens, so so maybe once it, that first tochen is covered by the first, well really it's covered by the korban that you bring for the second uh, uh, harvesting, which then covered the first harvest, which then covered the first grinding, so maybe then it should go one step further to cover also the second grinding. So Rabbi says that you can say greater or greater. Rabbi says you cannot. We talked about, what about this concept of chiluke chataos ein mitstarfin, right? That when you have, um, you know, if you'd have to bring two separate korban chatases, so then you would not be able to join together their um, shi'urim. And we brought uh, that Mishnah from Krasus, which says that when you have like basically um, Rabbi Yoshua's opinion, which is that when you have an olive worth of chelev on one plate, on one tray, on one cooked dish, and another olive's worth of 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 um, chelev on another cooked dish, so then you'd have to bring two separate korban chatases. However, if you have half a zayis on each separate dish, they wouldn't join together, and you wouldn't have to bring two separate korban chatases. Um. Well, you wouldn't have to bring korban chatas at all because the, the two half zayases wouldn't join together. Fine. Okay, then we talk about what happens if you eat two um, kazayases, kazayism of, of chelev and you didn't know that they were chelev in the interim. Okay? And then you find out that the first one was chelev and then you find out that the second one was chelev. Okay? So Rabbi Yochanan says that you have to bring two korbanos. Rish Sakish says that you only have to bring one korban. And since we don't know if the machlokas was only before, what was before any korban was separated, the machlokas was after any korban was separated. So we just go to Chumrah and we just assume that the machlokas uh, applies to all cases. Rabbi Yochanan says two korbanos. Rish Lakish says one korban. Um, right, exactly. So Rav Ashi says that the machlokas is between, um, you know, right, right, the machlokas is both before it's been separated and after it's been separated. Whereas Ravina says, well, sure, maybe practically it's before and afterwards, but maybe the Gemara actually just didn't know itself it was before and afterwards, which is why, um, you know, sort of the answers that it gave for Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish to answer each other's psukim were sort of the extreme cases, um, since, since we're not exactly sure. Uh, bye. <laughs>